So good to be back, and I promise you that we will be bringing you new episodes of Voice of a Lion in the future, continuing to tell stories that bring guidance, direction, and strength into your lives. Listen, John Patton, our guest this week, is a dear friend of mine. He is the co-founder of Dion's, and if you're not familiar with Dion's, it is one of the best pizza places in the world. If you're from New Mexico, Colorado, and parts of Texas, it becomes a staple for you and your family. Um, But it's more than that. It's what Dion's does for their community, their youth, um, just bringing people together raising up youth, creating leaderships, having grants and scholarships. And then John brought with him Adri Johnson, who is the senior marketing manager. And her insight um, to where the rubber meets the road with what they're doing is amazing. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, it has been a while since we have been on the air, but it's time to get started again. We have absolutely thrown COVID and everything out the window. So our very first guest coming back is two people, and they're from Dion's. And now listen, it's not just about the restaurant. It's about the amazing things that they're doing for our community and the youth. So introduce yourself, John. I'm John Patton, co-founder of Dion's, and uh, happy to be here. This is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. (laughs) I'm Audrey Johnson. I am the senior marketing manager here at Dion's. Like, is there a non-senior marketing? <laughs> is there a junior? <laughs> <laughs> there are quite a few others on our marketing team, but She's the I'm boss. the one and only senior marketing manager. Mm. <laughs> so how much fun. Now, me and John have known each other for 10 years, maybe oh, longer. Longer, I think. Yeah, 15. Yeah, it's been yeah. pretty awesome. And, yeah. you know, Dion's it has been a staple at least once or twice a month for the Schroff family. And then anywhere you work, Dion's is a staple. Yeah, it, and I'm going to have to correct you. In the Schroff family, it's like a Friday night, family night thing we do every Friday night. <laughs> so not only are they an amazing uh, establishment, food food establishment, but they're doing so much for our community. Now, did you ever get the numbers, how many people, how many young people you have working for you, John? We have about, uh, I think, 1,900 right now total wow. employees, and I bet about 1,200 are, are uh, uh, high school and college-age kids. And uh, we, so we went through the website and things like that, and you truly tried to instill more than just a job into these kids. Yeah, that's one of the things I'm most proud of is that when we get people starting here, so often they're 15, 16, 17, or actually 16, 17. I don't think we hire 15-year-olds anymore. Uh, and it's their first job, and I want to put in that foundation, and I want to teach them that companies can be good. Companies, mm. the way they treat their employees, the way they treat their customers, they can be good. They can do uh, uh, good things and get in that foundation of what it's like to work for a company. We care about their opinions. We want to hear what they have to say. We want to give them the training so that they have the tools they need to get uh, to do a good job. But even more important than that, we want them to know our values because mm-hmm. our values are so important. And and if you're a values-based company instead of a company that's based on somebody being king, then you know, I think it just goes so much farther in the world today. Yeah. Right? What is Dion's core values? Uh, great food, mm-hmm. uh, fast, friendly service, uh, clean workplaces. Uh, 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 the fourth one is uh, excellent people mm-hmm. and uh, win together. Mm. And, so uh, important. 
We have it hanging on the wall, just so everyone knows. But he didn't even look at it. You didn't. I'm impressed. Because I knew it was right behind me, and I was like, "Oh, (laughs) they didn't even look up." (laughs) But it's so important these days that we're we're taking our youth. What we find when it's number one, it's hard to hard to find employees right now, very very hard. And then when you get them. I tell my kids, you know, it's, it's, it's almost a good thing in the world because you only have to do a little better to be excellent. Mm. And I find that um, with any company that's instilling any values, let alone the, that many, and, and being on point, you know, processes are so important. I, I teach classes on process. And having a process that you follow, it, it develops habits that they're going to carry on for the rest of their lives, their family their new work environments and things like that. Even college, you, you had mentioned that a lot of your employees are college students. When you think about equipping those kids for college and the real world, um, the idea of caring about others, that's a, a large part of your core values. It's not just, hey, let's just make some good food and get people in and out. Whenever we call Dion's, they, they, I, I, know, I have my order ready. I know exactly what they're going to ask me after they ask me about my salad. It's like every single time it's duplicatable. It's, it, it's awesome because I don't have to go, oh, what? Wait a minute. I don't know. It's, I, I just know. I know how to order when I, when I order. You've trained us well. You have. <laughs> I am trained. I could work at Dion's. <laughs> now, how did you start with Dion's? So I, I had a, a career in tourism for a number of years. And, you know, during COVID, it was sort of a moment of, of reflecting on my experience and thinking of where I wanted to go from here. And I had the opportunity to join the Dion's team. And I really just jumped at that opportunity and yeah I was so and, excited and you worked with a dear friend of ours Rebecca Latham yes uh, well I I worked at Visit Albuquerque and so we worked very closely with the state tourism department when she was the, the and secretary. you stole her away John yes oh actually Dean I think stole Dean away. yes <laughs> <laughs> you know what something else Dion's is known for I'm just letting other companies know is stealing your good employees <laughs> So hold on to Beware. Them. Beware. <laughs> now, Dion's is in uh, Texas, New Mexico, Colorado. Correct. And I hear rumors that you're moving to Kona, Hawaii. <laughs> is there that a Dion's in Kona, Hawaii? Yeah. <laughs> there isn't one yet, but that would be great because the pizza out there isn't as good as no, the pizza. No, not even not. close. Not even close. It isn't. So fun. <laughs> we love Kona. We're waiting for you to open a Dion's and then we'll move there. Okay. <laughs> Hey, so talk about some of your projects, either one of you. So you, not only do you take a young community, you teach them up, and then, of course, our workforce in New Mexico. Keeping jobs here is so important. Yeah. And if we can build a labor force here where good companies in New Mexico can, can pick from them, I'm, I'm assuming that your employees find great jobs other than Dion's after they leave. But can you, can you also speak to the other things that you're doing in the Albuquerque community? Or New Mexico, yeah. New Mexico. Well, I'll, I'll start Colorado. with where it started. I mean, I think in the early days when Bill and I were running Dion's, we uh, had uh, a lot of uh, parents come in with their kids, mm-hmm. and we wanted to make sure that we were um, uh, helping the kids. So they used to pull up chairs and stand on the chairs to watch us make pizzas. And we thought, oh, that's dangerous. They're going to flop off those chairs, and mm-hmm. somebody's going to get hurt. So that's when we started building the... the um, 
the kid stand so that the the kids could come in and watch the pizza being made. I, st- I stand on that. Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes. yes, he does. You are just a big kid. He is. <laughs> so. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also it gets the kids to dreaming. You know, they, my kids have said, I want to work at Dion's. I, yeah. You know, the, the way that you guys do pizza and they're always so kind to the kids. You know, when the kids are watching them, they, you know, they show them what they're doing and make it clear and what they're doing. So I think that that's very sneaky of you. Yeah. Just kidding. What a cool <laughs> idea. <laughs> You're conditioning those children yeah, <laughs> to come work for you someday. <laughs> and then we had uh, other people that came up with other ideas in the company, like doing the tours, which we uh, started doing, where we take, I think it's second and third graders, mm-hmm. primarily. Our kids and, have done that, yeah. And take them on tours, and uh, we get them some pizza, we get them uh, uh, a Coke or something to drink, and uh, and uh, the show them how the operation works. Back in the old days, before the health department got, we used to bring them in the back, and we'd give them little pepperonis and stuff, but mm-hmm. the health department sort of frowns on that now. Yeah. But we still, we still bring them in, and we've turned it into an educational thing mm-hmm. where the, they can learn the stuff that the teachers are teaching them. For instance, if they're learning math, we teach them how many ounces of cheese mm-hmm. goes on a large pizza and how many ounces in the dough, et cetera, and how much dough we make in a day. And, and I think that helps, because I know uh, I didn't do well in school, and I failed first grade, actually. But one of the things that helps me a lot <laughs> is, is to see practically why you want to learn this yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 So when you're in second and third grade, I think that's a good point to learn that. Mm-hmm. And so we come up with uh, workbooks now. And I don't, know all the st- I don't know all the stuff that we continue to do in that area. Yeah. For me, what I'm hearing is, I mean, you threw in that you failed first grade. I think about, you know, my history and the things that I, I lived through and how I try to live a life that is reflective of that and say, hey, you're not forgetting about kids and, and children that may be frustrated and not learning math and having that practical component can be, you know, what, what really pushes them over the edge and go, I'm really interested. Now I know that when I go to Dion's, they have to use math before I come and get my pizza. or And that that's truly inspiring to me. And what you guys do for our community as far as education and but you guys also provide grants to organizations that help with child development and giving back to this community so that kids can be better here because sadly it seems like every time we interview someone we mention we're 58th you know in the nation because when you look at 50th from 49th we're probably more like 58th so you know seeing that you know, the private sector taking responsibility and saying, hey, we want to give back. We want to make New Mexico better and help these children out so that they have dreams that um, they can live for. Now, we went to your grants, and then we started scrolling. I know. I thought they were like two. And then we kept scrolling and kept scrolling and kept scrolling. <laughs> so you guys have a ton of people that you assist in child development. Yeah. Do you know exactly how many? Well, from the grants perspective, I think it's about, I don't know specifically, maybe 13. Is that all? (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot. About 13, I think. But, you know, that's just those sort of larger scale Mm -hmm. grants that we do. And and I would say every single day we're receiving requests for donations, whether that be food Mm -hmm. or gift cards or funds. And so... It's just a, it's a major part of what we do. We have someone here at our home office that handles those community requests, and then we also mm. have someone who handles that in the Colorado area. Yeah. And that's been really, really 
uh, a major opportunity for us in the Colorado area, and we're we're just about to onboard someone to help us with that in Texas. So it's it's nice. been a major focus for us over the last few years. And but just so our listeners know, we we do not tell them what we're going to talk about. We just kind of go with it. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you have stories of how you have impacted somebody by by either a grant or by a donation? We just love the stories. Or someone that's worked for Dion's even, yeah. <laughs> it's hard it's hard to think of of specific stories when there's so many yeah. opportunities out there to uh to impact you know i think you know thinking about the fact that we have made specific donations i think one of the things that i'm most proud of with dion's is that we have an employee scholarship program mm. and so every year we provide scholarship funds to a few of our employees and that just keeps growing and growing and growing this year we have uh we are in the process of reviewing applications for uh, for i think we've received over 30 applications Mm -hmm. and we will be giving scholarships twenty five hundred dollars to six employees and so i think that's that's something that is unique to us that think is really something to be proud of. So yeah. what's the criteria for giving out those uh, scholarships? So it's a it's a pretty simple application. We really just ask people to tell us about their experience at Dion's and how their their time at Dion's has helped them grow and what their future goals are and really let those applications speak for themselves. This year we also asked for them to submit a, a letter of recommendation as well, mm-hmm. which I think is super smart. More than anything, it's good practice for them yeah. to, to know what it's like to go to a, a mentor and ask for them to, to share their story about them as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's sort of the process. And then we have a committee that reviews those applications and interviews them, which is also, I think, good practice mm-hmm. for, for the individuals to go through that process. Yeah. And so, and good for the committee to learn how to judge people like that. Yeah. So that's yeah. excellent. Yeah. So for me, some of the stories, I mean, uh, so often I've been in line at Starbucks and people have come up to me and said, hey, my son, my daughter has worked for you. And, mm. and I really appreciate that. But I mean... Uh, uh, that's, that used to happen quite a bit, and now it's gradually changed because I've been doing this for 44 years. <laughs> my grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I changed my doctor last year, and I went and I was in my first um, uh, physical with my doctor, and he says, oh, it's so good to meet you. I go, that's really nice. Uh, you know, people have made me, yes, my mother always says nice things about you. She used to work for you. <laughs> and I'm like, ow! <laughs> <laughs> it was his first year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in private practice. That's so awesome. <laughs> um, where do you go That's from there? <laughs> That's no, one. you guys have truly been a leg- So let's talk about something that you guys have had some massive controversy. Shall we talk about it? Oh, you guys switched out your ranch dressing. <laughs> and, and for the listeners, if you're out of state, if you're in state, you picked up picket signs and went to the streets. <laughs> Everyone so laughs true. at this, but this is so true. It was it on the is. news. Yeah. They switched their ranch. Yeah. Everyone was mad, right? Did you guys do that on purpose? <laughs> no. You guys said, let's just <laughs> piss everybody off. <laughs> Switch their rent. No, it was a revolt. It was. Just so you know how ingrained Dion's is yeah. in the 
New Mexico culture. community. It's culture. It's our culture. It really is. They changed their ranch recipe, <laughs> and it made national news that they switched, and people banned this. And You guys switched back, didn't you? Yes, yeah. we did. Power to the people. I just want to say it out loud. Yeah, well, we weren't really trying to switch our ranch. It was, <laughs> our ranch is, is legendary, and we didn't try to do it. We were remodeling our commissary. And so with that, we had to buy ranch from somebody else. And it was, we thought our customers would hang with us for about 10 days, but it turns out there was a revolt. Yeah, new cocaine it either, just so you know. And just so you know, I think John did it on purpose. Yeah, The publicity they got from that is amazing. Yeah, it was big. Bring back the ranch. So awesome. Very fun. But it is. It is. Dion's is an absolute staple in New Mexico. (laughs) It is. One of the one of the proudest stories. uh, One of the proudest. uh, You know, I I have kids, and of course, being getting married and Mm -hmm. my kids being born and stuff was big. But one of the other ones is about 15 years ago, my next door neighbor's daughter came up to me, and she said, "You know, I want you to know how important." Dion's is to me. Mm. And I said, what's that? She says, I got up at 4.30 in the morning so I can get to the airport. She was going to college in uh, Delaware. Get to the airport and get to Albuquerque by 9 o'clock so I can get a pizza that night and not have to wait till the next morning. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, <laughs> and we know folks that have moved out of state and they, you know, on their social media, they're taking pictures of the ranch and I had to, I had to stop at Dion's before I left or as soon as they get into town, they're posting photos of, the, you guys have got to have a hashtag and you need to share what people are doing. Like, because <laughs> folks are like, here's me with my Dion's and it's the last one I can have for the next three months. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, we always, see it around the holidays so thanksgiving and yes. christmas we definitely see especially on social people That's saying right. like i'm in town, you guys I'm need to put something out there like yeah. your best photo of your you know your dion's in a long time or whatever uh-huh. and then have a contest winner or something i don't know yeah. it's just to me it's like it is it's I, I follow a few accounts that are you know satire but they're <laughs> i mean when they talk about they talk about dion's all the time they talk about you know just how we do things in New Mexico, mm-hmm. how we talk, and but Dion's is a big one. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we bring that up because th- this is important to people know. Dion's is super successful right now. I mean, yeah. it is, and let's call it what it is. And and you guys are giving back to the community. And I think that has a large part, but it hasn't always been like that. You guys started from the bottom up. This isn't something that you got lucky. I love my listeners knowing this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We have people. You, you're very successful. But there was a lot of risk in your success and a lot of hard work. Yeah, I don't look at it as risk. A lot of people think there was risk, but I had nothing to lose, so there was nothing to risk. (laughs) (laughs) Now, your wife told me you even put up your house at one time. That's a risk. Yeah, that's true. A few times we had our house up to try to make uh, make sure we made payroll and everything like that. And that's typical for small starting out businesses. And when we started, Bill and I, the story I tell is uh, we bought uh, uh, New York pizza on uh, Friday after looking at it on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we worked there for about a week. And then the second week... Um, a lady came in, walked behind the counter, and we had no employees. It was just Bill and I. We did $29 our first day. And she started filling up Cokes and putting them on the counter. And we were next to El Dorado High School at that time. And I, I said, what are you doing? She says, well, I'm getting ready for the lunch rush. 
And I said, she says, who are you? I said, well, I'm John, and this is Bill, and we bought. She goes, well, where's Matt? And well, he moved back to Michigan. <laughs> said, okay. You got your first employee. <laughs> yeah. So we had our first employee, and she worked from uh, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday. And then on Friday, the first tough decision we had is when she came to me and said, um, I'd like to get paid. And oh. then I had to ask her a tough question. How, How much, much do, do I, I owe you? <laughs> 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 but every every success story, unless you're blue blood, yeah. every yeah. success story starts with risk and hard work. Yeah, and uh, I do know you well enough to know that no one outworked you, and yeah. there's very few people who have stuck with it like they have, and the sacrifices that they made to be that successful. Yeah. And and I, we've had private conversations, and one of those private conversations is that's what you're instilling in your employees. Mm -hmm. You're instilling in the sacrifices that you made are the same sacrifices that you ask for your employees yeah. for their overall success. Yeah, and you know people are willing to work hard, and it, and it and and I'm just so proud of the way people show up and work hard at Dion's, and they do, and they really make a difference, and it gives them the foundation, and then people that have gone on to careers in other areas too. I'm happy for that. I mean, not everybody was meant to be a pizza person their whole life, like I was apparently. Right, but. Uh, you know, like Mark Herman, who's our CEO's uh, brother, worked for me for several years, and he was uh, he was a great guy, and uh, he went on to become a vet and moved to Colorado, and now he has a successful vet practice. And I'm just as proud of mm -hmm. the people that have done good here and then moved on as I am the ones that stay and continue to grow and into new positions in the company. We're mostly mm -hmm. uh, uh, grow from within. All, uh, today, all our general managers were grown from within. And um, almost all of our leadership team was too. That's pretty, and that says a lot. It says about how you raised them up, and yeah. they're loyal. Yeah, and, you know, it makes. Well, and it there's a confidence that your employees do have. I mean, it's it's unusual to go into an establishment that hires mostly teens, and to be treated so well and to be respected. You know, they they don't mumble. They they answer you. They have their their script, so to speak, to to say to you. But we had just been out eating the other day. And it's a really nice establishment. And the young man that was waiting on us, we were like, he's different. There's like something different about this kid. So we ask, because that's what we do. We interrogate people. Um, <laughs> so we just asked him, what's your story? And he shared that he had managed Dion's when he was literally 19 years old or something. And that he felt like that was what contributed to the fact that he has the work ethic that he has now. And he was technically like 23 but the point is he <laughs> I'd still at 23 he continued that and he's he was working at a restaurant that he was making a lot of money at I'm sure yeah. <laughs> just from us yeah, yeah. <laughs> right that's awesome from that tip yeah. <laughs> the other employees that are here do, do, I'm not asking John because John's gonna lie to me <laughs> just kidding what do what is the back office so this is behind the scenes stuff mm -hmm. what do you guys talk about Oh, gosh. About Dion's, not... Oh, like not day-to-day, -day, just about how, how we feel about... Not, not, mm -hmm. not like Ted Lasso. No. Yeah. About <laughs> Dion. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I think when John went over our values, you know, those are not just on the wall. Mm -hmm. Those are things that come up in everyday conversation and we're expected when we... When we give someone feedback about 
the good things that they've done, we always tie it back to those mm. values because that is so important mm. to the company and, and the way that we go about our day-to-day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of the people, so there's a good mix here in, in the home office of people who are, who came up through the stores and then the, and some people who have come in from outside. Mm-hmm. And, and what has been refreshing for me coming in from the outside is that there isn't this sort of divide between those two sort of different, different mentalities, yeah. that there's such this welcoming atmosphere of, okay, you you don't necessarily have the background on how how things work in in the back in the kitchen, but you always know you can go to someone to ask those questions, especially when things come up where it's it's relevant in so much of what we do. And so there's there's just that camaraderie here and and welcoming ap- atmosphere and really truly helping everyone understand. Values breeds values. Yes. Right, which breeds success. Very good. Now, hey, so I've been asking around Albuquerque, taking a, a poll, and they say, you know what? We don't have a bougie sandwich place. What do you got to say about that? <laughs> bougie sandwich? <laughs> Who's bougie? <laughs> you, you know? I think he wants to know about tulips. Oh. <laughs> so we have this new, you guys have a new venture is what I'm getting at. Yes. Tell us about it. Uh, yes. Uh, right at the time of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Two years ago. <laughs> Two years ago, you took a huge risk. Yeah, bigger risk than we thought. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really what we do over and over again. We think that's easy, and then we this is what entrepreneurs are like. We go, that's easy, then we roll up our sleeves, and we go in there, and we go, wow, that was harder than I thought. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you, once you get in, you keep going until yeah. you make it work. So tell us about the new. So the new one's uh, Tula's. It's going to open up, I think, in August of uh, 2022. And uh, it'll have uh, uh, more of a little bit it's kids food grown up is the way we'd like to describe it and so uh we want it to be welcoming to families but we also want to have it so that you know that grilled cheese that you had or the chicken or the uh, mac and cheese you had as a kid is what you want but you want it a little more grown up a little more better cheese in it and a little bit more uh uh, a neat menu Uh, again it, it goes back to what i believe in i want Dion's and I want uh, Tula's to be the same in this way. The food is different, mm-hmm. uh, although we will have ranch dressing. That's a secret. <laughs> 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 but I want it to be a place where families and friends can gather and, and talk over a meal and, uh, and have good quality food that's not real expensive. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a little more expensive than Dion's, but it's not going to be the kind of place where you go on a date. What I used to tell people about Dion's is if you're... Um, going to Dion's for your 25th anniversary, your marriage is probably in trouble. <laughs> Uh-oh, did I get you in trouble, Clay? No, no. I, she, one of the things we do is enjoy good food. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so what else is going to be on the menu? Uh, this is first, this is all secret stuff. Oh, I don't know how far I should go. Well, it's, they can't You're the boss. Me. Yeah. They can't you're the boss. What the heck? That's why we asked you. Did you see him look at Audrey like, Audrey, can I? Tell him he can do May whatever I? he wants. Tell go him. for it, John. <laughs> There's going to be uh, um, uh, grilled cheese and uh, Reuben and a couple other sandwiches, uh, a club sandwich. There's also going to be um, a mac and cheese and a chicken. We're going to have... Uh, a couple of 
different chicken dishes, and we're looking at some other things for our third uh, um, entree kind of thing. We haven't decided on that. Still yet. working on it. Yeah, we we have three chefs helping us, and back when we. Bill and I did Dion's, you know, we came up with the Greek salad at like 9.30 and 11 o'clock we had it on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're... we're uh, we it worked then. Chefs. What are you doing? <laughs> get, the, get it open. <laughs> well, actually, it's been pretty helpful because a couple of these, chef, these chefs are, are really uh, uh, contributing to the kind of way we can make it quality and make it simple and make it fast enough so that that will be great. No, we're really excited. I give you a hard time, but then, you know, the truth is we're really excited because of the quality of Dion's. If the same care goes into this, it's just going to be a, another option for us as a family. Yeah. Hey, um, just real quick, and I'm going to put you on the spot. So my daughter is gluten intolerant, and she wants to know, when are you going to have a gluten-free crust pizza? That's a good question. We've talked about it for a lot. We, it depends on how gluten intolerant we people are. We're still working on it. One of the problems is we have so much flour floating around mm -hmm. in the stores. Too hard to separate. It's yeah. hard to separate. So if you have celiac so disease, sense. then for sure you're going to have to uh, uh, take, you know, we're going to have to make uh, exceptions there because uh, mm. there's, there's flour all over our stores. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Our you know what? What a great answer that is that you've already thought it out. Yeah. yeah. So there you go, daughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I will say that one thing that we always try and do is work with people and if, if they are not susceptible to having a reaction to just trace flour from, mm. from just the environment that is Dion's, we are always willing to use, if someone brings in a gluten-free crust, we will make our pizzas oh, wow. on that gluten-free crust. That's or good even to know. If they have vegan cheese that they want mm -hmm. us to use, that's always an option. Well, see, I can't have dairy, and they, I, they make my pizzas, and they put extra sauce, and it's, it, it works well for me. Mm -hmm. So they've gone above and beyond. Great. Hey, so every, every episode we ask our listeners, if, and so we're going to ask both of you, and you get to go first, if you could talk to the whole world, and it doesn't have to be Dion's related, this is you, you're going to talk to the whole world all at once and give them, a, give them some wisdom, something you wanted to say to the whole world, and it could be anything, what would you tell the whole world? Gosh, you know, I think it, it, for me, one of the things that I feel so proud of and so blessed mm -hmm. for in my life is that I have found something to do every single day that I'm passionate about. Mm. And whether it's work or going home and doing something I love, I just try and find that enjoyment in everything I do. And so I... I think that the more that people can just find those pieces of enjoyment to focus on in their day-to-day -day lives, mm -hmm. the, the better they'll be yeah, for as good. long as they can. Now, John, you can't say that was what I was going to say. <laughs> and I did what? go to her first to give you time to think, so yours is going to need to be really, really good. No pressure. <laughs> well, you know, for me, I think it's having uh, uh, several things. It's having the fun foundation where good people can get together and uh, share a meal. I mean, that's always been big for me. And it doesn't have to be a big deal. It can be an everyday occurrence mm -hmm. because it's the way we interact with each other and mm -hmm. the way we rub against each other on an everyday basis that's, mm -hmm. that's important. And the other thing is I've been uh, going back and uh, 
and looking at some of the things I looked at, well, I didn't look at them, but uh, one of the guys I liked when I was a kid was Ken Kesey, mm -hmm. who wrote One Who Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm -hmm. And one of his sayings was, take what you can use and let the rest go by. I think too many business people are really trying to make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And that really just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You should, you know, you should make money. Yeah. You're taking risk. And I think it's a appropriate for people to make money. But boy, let the people that work for you make some money. Mm. Treat your customers well. Give them a fair deal. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't believe in discounting or uh, things like that. Just treat people the way yeah. you'd want to be treated. And I feel like, you know, some of the discount things, this is more me than Dion's, I think. But, uh, you know, I don't like it when I go, oh, I lost the coupon that I had that was for 20% off, and so now i got to pay full price. So just treat yeah. everybody the same yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and have a place where people can get together. That's what's important to me. So we call our uh, our episode or our podcast Voice of a Lion, and you truly have been a lion in New Mexico for years. And it's more than just the restaurant. Mm -hmm. I know you're impacting things a lot behind the scenes and things that we're not even going to put on the air. But we want to thank you for that, and uh, it means a lot to us that you would take the time to do this and uh, keep pouring into the community. Okay, well, thank you for having us. Appreciate it. I truly hope you enjoyed today's guest and you found inspiration, guidance, and you want to share it. Put it on Instagram, Facebook. Tell people about us. It would mean a lot to us. You can also give us your feedback at voiceofalion.com. And if you want to help us financially, you want to get involved with our nonprofit and what we do for the communities, not only here in New Mexico, but around the world, you can go to aspenproject.org and there's tons of ways to donate and find out more of what we are doing. Thanks again for being a Voice of a Lion listener and tell everyone.